All people are when you manifestations obey God's word of that was built by slaves. Reality. And I watched my daughters. There is so nobody that respects women more than I do. There's a lot of crisis, a lot of bad. This. A couple of nights ago, I got invited to a friend's house to watch a documentary. And it was one of those climate change documentaries that can be, on one hand, inspiring, on the other hand, terrifying, because the numbers are looking so bad and the oceans are going to be empty by 2048, according to these certain statistics, and everyone's going, oh my God! And we had a discussion after the movie. And it was interesting to watch everybody's reaction, because again, these statistics and trends are very concerning and scary. And you have the these individuals who are all well-meaning individuals. And everybody there were people that want to help, who want to live a life of love and service and good ecological responsibility. And our discussion was kind of like, what do we do? How do we can we make a dent in this? And how do we avoid just feeling completely hopeless in the face of this? And the conversation was really interesting and everybody had different ideas. And we talked about composting and we talked about vegan diets and we talked about all sorts of things. But there was this kind of underlying tone to the whole thing that I felt for a long time, and I'm sure a lot of you have felt. And that's like, what the hell is the point? Right? It's kind of this hopelessness. Because you see one, you know, they had these vessels they showed in, the, in this documentary. The, these nets that they said could hold like 13 jumbo jets in one of these nets. And they, they're constantly like stripping the ocean. They just drag these nets on the floor of the ocean and just taking everything along with it, all the life and the forests of the ocean and all this stuff. And seeing that and kind of realizing, you know, all of us in this room that were watching that movie and everyone that's watching this movie, all the individual consumers, we could all like eat less fish and, you know, compost and start gardening and trying, you know, join a local co-op. And those are all great things, you know, but if one CEO of one of those fishing companies goes, you know what? No, let's get one more vessel doing those nets. <laughs> Like one of those stripping vessel things uh, just wipe all of our efforts away like exponentially, right? That's hard to not feel hopeless. And the same kind of thing happens when you look at, you know, patriarchy or white supremacy or even through the pandemic, like things that are bigger than you or I can do much about just sort of the big global things that happen. And some of the trends, especially with climate that seems so 
insurmountable. So what do we do? How do we change the world? How do we live a life that matters and live a life that's not part of the problem, but actually somehow is part of a solution? And what I want to propose on this podcast might sound a little radical at first. Stay with it if you can, especially if you'll make it to this point. Don't just stop in the middle. <laughs> um, because what I would like to propose is go ahead and give up. Don't stop it here. <laughs> Don't write your blogs now. Just wait. Um, give up. Esoteric analogy time. Esoteric analogy time. Esoteric analogy time. It's the time for esoteric analogies. Imagine you're in a car and you're riding along in this car and it's driving down the road and all of a sudden the car goes off the road. Kind of goes off the curb, you know, ba-boom. And then it hits a sign and goes through the bushes. There's a cat in the bushes. It's like, meow, runs out of the way. It's like, a, and you're like, whoa, this is a, this is a rough ride. This is a rough ride. This, this drive, you know, driving is rough. And you're just kind of idling along and just slowly continuing to make a path of destruction or anywhere this car is, continues to go. Now, if you're sitting there and you're going, look at this, isn't it? Driving is rough. You're creating this like belief system out of, out of what driving is. Um, never realizing that you're sitting in the driver's seat. <laughs> you're going to have a problem. If you keep looking out of the car and going, wow, driving I tell you, it's a it's a violent endeavor driving. You know, look at all the look at all these animals getting run over by this driving car. <laughs> you never go, I'm the driver here. If you're disempowered to that degree, that you're just kind of a victim of the uh of the driving that's happening. Well, how would that start to get fixed? You know, if you're going, look at all this mess. Driving is so bad. Those people out there should get out of the way too. And everything's about out there, outside, beyond the windshield. Well, if you were advising the driver of that car, what would you tell them? Well, for like, first things first. You know, put your foot on the brake. And then put your hands on the steering wheel. You know, like, let's, for, before we start paying attention to the things out there so much and like complaining and talking about what's going wrong out there, you might want to first like pay attention to your body that happens to be situated in the driver's seat of the car that's running over everyone. Esoteric analogy time. Esoteric analogy time. Esoteric analogy time. It was-
here's the deal with all of the big problems that humanity creates. We are creating them. This is a radical notion. <laughs> we are not the victims of these situations. We are the cause of these situations. It is the nature of the mind. It is human nature as it currently is, which is essentially the egoic human mind. And the nature of the mind goes, what's wrong out there? What do I need to fix? Because the world's falling apart. Possums keep getting run over. Bushes keep getting plowed over by this car of life. This car of humanity. Oceans keep getting plundered and forests keep getting leveled. What's the problem out there? What do we need to do? What kind of... Should, it's that politician's problem. It's that CEO's problem. It's that ideology out there that they have in that political party that's the problem. And everyone is doing that. This is what got us here, folks. This way that the mind is. Going, how do I fix this? Out there. And it doesn't work. You don't solve the driving careening car by looking out of the windshield and just being like, oh my God, we just, we got to do better. The world's got to do better. <laughs> These bushes, they just, we got to plant them in better places. <laughs> it's funny because I find it funny because this it is the nature of the mind. It is insane. We keep thinking that we're going to solve our problems out there. It doesn't happen. Are you concerned about climate change? Are you concerned about global warming and and fish dying out and the earth not being able to sustain human life in the future. You know what you should do about that? I'm going to give you the, this is, this is the best option. I believe this fully. Shift your attention from trying to fix what's outside and instead pay attention to what's happening inside. Feel your feet. Feel your hands. Feel your body. This is life. This moment is life. It is life that is driving the car. You are driving the car. And this may sound so simple 
and even stupid or something. Like, well, duh, yeah, I'm life. So what? So what do I got to do? Before you go there, before you look out of the windshield again, you got to first be the driver. You got to let that settle in because that's this is the disease of the human mind. The disease of the human mind that is the cancer to the world. The disease of the human mind that is the thing that makes us go, yeah, it makes sense to strip all the forests away. You know, it really makes sense to uh, battle each other for thousands of years over a plot of dirt. It really makes sense to uh, judge people based on the color of their skin and give these people all the resources and these people... All of that stuff is because of the fundamental disease of the human mind that is a cancer to the world. And that I think life is going to extinguish that cancer because life takes care of itself. Life is going to continue, no matter what human beings do. But if humans don't figure out how to evolve into a different kind of consciousness than we have been spending the last bunch of thousands of years imprisoned by and destroying with, if we don't figure out how to be life rather than how to imagine ourselves as something separate from her separate from mother earth separate from each other as as something that needs to fight against life well life's going to prevail either we will be life that prevails or we will be the cancer that continues to try to plunder life and who life will get tired of and brush us aside. As long as I am a separate somebody who's trying to fix the world out there, trying to fix life as something separate from it, I am that which is doomed. That sort of mind, the egoic mind, is doomed. Again, life is going to be fine. And so the only hope for humanity is for us to evolve, us to become really a new species. (laughs) The old mind, the egoic way of being in the world has a timer on it. And even mother nature is showing us this doesn't get to last. You keep living like this. You're not going to have any fish in the ocean. And, And not just externally. Again, don't look out of the car. If you don't put your hands on the wheel. And this is so easy to, to hear this from an egoic state, even to go, Oh yeah, put your hands on the wheel. Meaning, Do so much composting, man. 
only eat vegan. Only eat fish once a month and then take these capsules. And again, nothing wrong with any of those things. But if all of us do that, if all of us just make like tiny little adjustments, we're still doomed. The kind of change that is needed for humanity to not just survive, but to thrive along with planet Earth is nothing less than a fundamental shift in consciousness. And it's starting to happen. I believe that it is. I think people all over the world are waking up to the fact that we are life itself. That there is no separation between us and life, between us and earth, between us and the creator. And I think we're waking up in historically unseen numbers. And I think that's part of life taking care of itself. But that is the shift that has to happen for us to survive. Racism isn't going to go away with policies. Racism is not going to go away from us holding more and more signs. Our economic situation is not going to be solved with capitalism or socialism or communism. Like you give everybody exactly what they want right now. How long until they're unhappy? Five seconds. <laughs> longer than five seconds, but not that much longer. Because now, well, why do they have the same as me? I've worked harder than them. Well, why did you take some of my thing and give it to them? Or why didn't I get more than this person? I'm better than this person. It, it would be immediate because that's the nature of the human mind. That's the ego. As a species right now, we are rich beyond our wildest measure compared to any other time in history. Yet we're just as miserable, if not more so. If you want to change the world, feel your feet. Feel your hands. Feel your belly from the inside. Why does that matter? It matters because it's shifting your attention from thinking in the egoic state of mind to being, to experiencing. Because that's what life is doing. And when you start doing what life is doing, as opposed to getting lost in the dream of the mind, it does start to shift something fundamental about your consciousness. And it's a quantum leap. The kind of changes we're going to need to make as a society to survive are going to demand a level of consciousness that most people are not currently operating at. That's not going to be as simple as eat a little less fish. 
It's going to take some radical action that only people who would be identified more with life than separate egos would be willing to accomplish. I mean, if at this point we said, okay, what we need to do is stop fishing altogether, that it wouldn't work in this state of consciousness because right now you've got everybody looking out for their own stuff, right? So, and trying to fix the world out there. That's what everybody's doing. So the person that's trying to feed their family is going, well, that's my job. I'm a fisherman. I can't stop fishing. That's my job. That's how I feed my family. I wouldn't be able to feed my family. And the boss of that fisherman can't take away fishing vessels or fit like their job is to make sure that all their employees keep getting paid and that they deliver to their bosses and the shareholders and the, and the shareholders aren't interested. You know, if it just all spreads out like that, you see, there's nobody, everybody's doing what they need to do in the current egoic state of mind. And the rest of us right now, if all the fishing industry disappeared, we'd be like, well, tough luck. Hope you find a better job. And that doesn't work. We're going to have to fundamentally realize our interconnectedness in ways that our current level of consciousness in the world doesn't sustain for us to make any meaningful change. So again, you want to fight white supremacy? Can you feel your heartbeat right now? When you feel your heartbeat, when you feel your body, when you move into the state of being, as opposed to the state of thinking, when you find the kingdom of heaven within you, as opposed to trying to chop down everything around you to make it look like what you think the kingdom of heaven should be. When you do that, you're not just raising the consciousness in you. It's not just, this is some of the critique of some of this sort of spirituality, like non-dual spirituality or mindfulness, whatever, are people like, well, but that's just so selfish. You're just about you. It's individualistic. No, it's not. It's the opposite, actually. Because as you start moving towards being, the thing that you thought was individualistic, you see, it's not separate. It's the whole. That's the direction to get to the whole is inward, not out there. When you think you're going out there, you're moving into unconsciousness. When you're moving inward, you're moving into consciousness. And as you, as the con, it's not, it's not just your consciousness, it's consciousness itself. And as consciousness moves into your body, it elevates, it takes on more real estate in the universe. And that is going to affect the people around you. It's going to affect your spending habits. It's going to affect everything, literally everything. And the more consciousness moves into humanity, that's the only chance humanity has for survival at this point. Just like you would tell somebody who keeps forgetting that they're driving. 
Forget about the road for a second. Just keep your hands on the wheel. Like, look at the wheel. Focus on that. The more you focus on the wheel right now, you might start noticing you stop running over so many cats. You start getting the hang of being the driver. Right now, you're just careening out of control and just complaining about it. And your hands aren't even on the wheel. Put your hands on the wheel. This moment. Not, not theoretically, not someday uh, become more mindful. No, right, right now, as you're listening to my voice. You want to change the world? Don't just listen to the thoughts and the content abstractly of what I'm saying. Listen to the sound. Feel the feeling of your body, of what it's like to have air reverberating into your eardrums and breath moving into your lungs. Notice what it's like to have thoughts come into a awareness. Notice the thoughts. Don't just get lost in them. Notice them. Be conscious in this moment. You don't have to... It's not for some other moment where someday I'll become more conscious. No, be conscious now. Pay attention. And as you're conscious now, that begins to open up things in your body and your psyche that you couldn't understand right now. And as those things open up, those will begin to plant seeds everywhere. Seeds of consciousness in everything you interact with. There's this verse in the Bible that I really like. It says, creation groans, awaiting the children of God to be revealed. Creation groans. How are the children of God revealed? They're brought into the light. What is the light? Consciousness. Bring your body into consciousness here and now. And watch the creation around you and within you find satisfaction, find healing, find completeness. You want to save the world? Stop trying to save the world. Look within you to the source of love, to the source of healing, and let it do what it does. Stop standing in the way. And I recommend giving up. I'm saying that to the ego, because the ego wants to be the one to fix the world, wants the one to be the one who's going to solve the problems out there. but it is itself the problem. It is what is standing in the way of wholeness. It's a paradox, 
But the way to life is death. The way to change is in giving up and surrender to the life which is and always has been and always will be just fine.